Welcome to another episode of Titanic Minute, your daily podcast where we discuss the movie Titanic Minute by Minute. I'm your co-host Rob and joined as always by my good friends Joe and Duff. Fight week part two. Yeah. Ring the bell. Ding, ding. Uh, All right. Minute 72. Minute 72 of Titanic. In this minute, Cal and Rose quarrel at breakfast. It's Uh, time to stop being polite and start getting real. (laughs) Cal has a Kylo Ren tantrum. (laughs) He does. Do you think think James Cameron based this on one of his real fights? Oh, God. Yeah. I imagine this is what James Cameron does if, like, someone didn't take out the garbage or something. Just flips a table and yells at them. He, he sweeps his scale model of the Mariana Trench off the table and screams <laughs> at one of his wives. Taz, I know, Dolph, this is one of your favorite lines in the movie. My um, fiance. Yes. Rose says, I'm your fiance. He just screams it out. He, Cal hits the table and flips it over. And I'm going to say, guys, I really like this scene. And I yeah, think yeah, yeah. Billy Zane chews. Awful. Choose the scenery in the scene, and I would argue he should. He's the villain of the movie. It's what villains do, and I love it. Yeah, it's fine. Wait, are you – so, I mean, there's a couple things going on with what you just said. I, yeah. I, I, so is I he like, good or not? I like this scene as well. I think well. he's good. I think he's good. Yeah. I don't think – are you still a Cal defender? No, I think – I think he probably jumps the shark this week. <laughs> just just, ma- just maybe he crossed a line here. You know, I was going to defend him earlier on because in the earlier minute, Trudy offers him some coffee and he does not want any. And I wonder if perhaps Cal can't have caffeine and Trudy forgot. And that's really what set him on edge for this entire scene. You're just because sympath- <laughs> you, you can't have caffeine. Actually, that was really good issue. of him. It was really good of him uh, because he knew the coffee would be hot and he knew he was going to sweep the the... Um, the table, the and he table didn't want to scald himself or his fiance. He knew he was gonna. He would be tempted to throw hot coffee in his fiance's face. He does. He does show manners because at the end of this like little battle, and after making such a mess, he does literally say, "Good, excuse me." <laughs> he Super, does it's, excuse it's himself. A, a hilarious exit. It's, it's a good line. It is. Um, <laughs> He so what he says to it, her that's the that's like the rich uh early 20th century version of saying I'm not mad though. Yeah. Excuse me. This is funny to me. <laughs> uh calmer than you are, dude. Excuse me. So so Cal Cal says yes you are and my wife in practice. So this goes back if not yet by law. So I'm kind of going the other way guys. They have had sex by practice. Huh? Hmm. Yeah. Does he say practice or principle? I think he says, and my wife in practice. Mm. Well, it should be his wife in practice, I think is what he means. Well, he was upset. Yeah, so like what he means is like she should be doing her wifely duties, but she's not. So you, you don't think they are? There's an absolutely no way. That's why he's so angry. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Uh, so he says, so you will honor me as a wife is required to honor her husband. So, yeah, I guess we're kind of going back that she didn't, uh, I thought maybe it was just about that night. Uh, he goes, I will not be made a fool of 
Is this Rob, in any as 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 someone who's been married? Don't you know that it's never just about the one thing? No, I know. <laughs> it's always good to end an argument with "Is this in any way unclear?" <laughs> and then walk away. <laughs> He's yep. trying to send a message that she better not tell anyone what they did. <laughs> Below decks. Um, she. I I don't. This, this is a dumb Rob thing for me to say, but I. What well, partly what makes me like enjoy the scene the most is how much it makes me laugh with Cal's little slip on shoes. <laughs> like, cause he has this big, like he, he's wearing like 1912 Crocs. While yeah, he throws a fit. He's got these little, like fancy little slip on slippers and he's just okay, like, you know, I'm, I'm finally <laughs> connecting it all as to why you're such a Cal defender is because Cal shares your ailments. <laughs> Because you have your whatever disease that you can't have caffeine. Yeah, yeah. And you have your weird... Windier's disease for those listeners. You have your weird foot thing with the Mm -hmm. Crocs. Yep. So... I just like comfortable footwear. (laughs) He... Um, We we call his collection of ailments the podcaster's burden. (laughs) (laughs) This is on top of Rob being uh, in the... In medical journals as history's youngest shingles patient. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. To be fair, to be fair, uh, author of Sinking Feeling Caroline also had shingles around the same age. Mm. So I, I think it's the combination of all these things. <laughs> so so this is why you are such a Cal are apologist. Are you sure she wanted that revealed to the listening public? Yeah. <laughs> we'll find out in Sinking Feeling. Yes. <laughs> when she denies it. Um, there's oh, nothing really wrong with shingles. There's nothing wrong with shingles. Just a thing. Can I just say that... Um, Going off on tangent, shingles commercials aimed at baby boomers are the most terrifying things ever. Like, have you guys ever seen like the pharmaceutical no, commercials? No, uh, because I have a job, so I don't watch TV during the day, and I don't turn on Fox News at night. So I, I will say though, like I've uh, I've taken my son to like early screenings of like a you know like a nine a.m. screening of a movie, and let me tell oh, you, I thought you meant like shingles screenings. <laughs> well, I mean. It's- but a 9 a.m. screening at a movie in a theater, the ads you see are bananas because it's, it's aimed for, like, it's all about pneumonia and stuff. Yeah, so mainly I think I see these because occasionally I'll watch 60 Minutes and the world's youngest 60 Minutes watcher. <laughs> <laughs> and there are these did ads. You, uh, did you hear about the special episode on Sunday? It's going to be an hour long. No. <laughs> it's a Rob, <laughs> Rob joke right there. Um, but they'll have commercials, <laughs> and they'll be like a guy, and like half his face is just—it looks like he was burned. He looks like Harvey Dent after the fire. And they're like, "It's because Cal forgot. Cal forgot there was coffee on the table when they yelled at him." <laughs> and it'll just talk about shingles, like shingles can be living inside you, and you won't know it. I mean, that's like, what they are. But I by mean, definition. It's, I, but they just—they make it sound like the thing. <laughs> Like, all of a sudden, you're just going to burst out an arm or something. <laughs> Kurt Russell's going to draw some blood from you and apply some heat to it to find out. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> oh, no. That's what a shingle screening is. They you tie have... you to a bench and then apply heat, a heated coil to your blood. The only way to treat shingles is just kill you with a blowtorch. <laughs> they have you start running through a snowy field, and then men in <laughs> helicopter start shooting at you with a rifle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guys. Um, are you ready to go back to Titanic? Yeah, sure. Um, 
So Cal walks off. He says, "Excuse me." Rose is obviously shook up. Now I think now I read- who's now who's leaving a meal early? Yeah. <laughs> I think I read, and I don't. Maybe I made this up. I don't have Fine. anything to source this, but I think I read oh, that. Oh wow! First, <laughs> that never happens. I think I think Billy Zane, um, because he's amazing. Uh, he improved tipping the table over. So it was it was part of it to clear. I mean, I can't up. refute your made up claim. I know. So. <laughs> um, and the in the commentary, Cameron says that Billy Zane was having a little trouble ramping it up, but he thinks he finally got there. Yeah, I would say so. Um, he leaves his, his suit coat there, which is embarrassing when he has to walk back in later and grab. Sorry, it. I forgot my jacket. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, remember my awesome exit. <laughs> so Rose is shook up. Trudy comes in. Uh, Rose says they had an accident. Um, something about some propellers. Um, <laughs> but I kind of wish that she would have yelled at Trudy, and like, Why? and like, just because she's wrong she's, with you? Because she's lying, right? This, is, this not- is the first time that Rose has been uh, benevolent to the lower class. I guess. But if I was thinking about like, she lies to her, right? She doesn't want her to know that Cal, you know is abusive so she just sort of i wish she would have been like cal told you that table was unsteady <laughs> why didn't you fix it just oh. <laughs> it's it's weird you want rose's embarrassing benevolent act to turn into her yelling at the help i wish I mean, she would have blamed it on fabrizio <laughs> that italian fella i wish trudy would have blamed it on fabrizio i would have been even better yeah uh class class traitor that's right he ran in here trying to put Parmesan on all our food, and then he tripped and <laughs> knocked over the table. He yelled something about mozzarella. What if, what if someone took? He came. He ran up here with and dropped his accordion on the table. <laughs> serious question: If someone took Fabrizio, well, I don't want a serious question. I know. If someone took Fabrizio from Titanic and Jar Jar Binks from The Phantom Menace and switched them, would anyone know? Ain't they're both appropriately broad and? Uh... Yeah, it, I mean, if you're asking if one is more, uh, like, <laughs> which except, one's more subtle? Yeah, if you're if you're asking which one is more subtle, I don't know. I just which one would sell more toys? I really, I really, <laughs> I really just want someone to do that. I want to see Titanic with Jar Jar instead of Fabrizio. That's all. Uh, who's, isn't there a celebrity? Didn't like Topher Grace do a Phantom Menace edit or something? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He did maybe, a, maybe he can do a Titanic Phantom Menace switch. Jar Jar Binks as Fabrizio. Um, But now the flip side is I'm imagining Fabrizio in Phantom Menace now. And I'm just, I think I'm imagining him getting his tongue caught in that pod racer. (laughs) He used to give a speech in the Imperial Senate. I I vaguely remember that being. You the people gonna die. (laughs) (laughs) I only only saw that movie once. Jar Jar Binks does that. Doesn't he cast like the deciding vote or something? Uh, Well, that's in the second one. By the end of the first one, he has become a general of the Gungan army. (laughs) In the first one? Yeah, he's become, they make him a general in the final battle. In the Phantom Menace. See, I think I saw the Phantom Menace twice, but I don't. Um, yeah, well, this is Liam Neeson. If you want to hear people talk about that movie, there's another one. Yes, yeah, so you should check to. out Star Wars Minute, which is sort of. Why or just we're doing ask Rob at any moment if he wants to watch <laughs> the Phantom oh, Menace. Oh God, just a, a masochism. Um, I don't know if it's masochism, like you like subjecting yourself to it, or you're a sadist and you like subject subjecting it's, other people. I think to it's it. both. 
this minute, guys. Do you wear a leash while you're watching it? <laughs> this minute, this minute ends with Trudy uh, helping Rose into her corset. Um, so I had a question about Trudy. Is Trudy Rose's own lady maiden? Like, <laughs> is that the, is that the proper term? For I don't it? know. I don't laden. Um, would it what? be would it be handmade? I don't know. I don't know if you like that. Seems like a pre twentieth century kind of thing, though. Yeah, and it's like I I say handmaiden, which I know I've said before, but I'm thinking too Margaret Atwoody there, and that, that doesn't seem. Well, I'm I'm trying to think of Downton Abbey. Like I think on that show, like each rich lady has like one dedicated lady lady servant or whatever. <laughs> Let's call her lady servant. Lady so ser- is she is she Rose's own lady servant? That's question number uh, one. Uh, I feel like Caroline will really have to flesh this out in the newsletter. Yeah. But well, her I, mom has given her orders, and uh, I think the next minute. Right? I, f- I feel like this might be an, an anachronism because I think, based on my uh, Downton Abbey research, that there would have been kitchen staff, but they would not have been the same as like the lady attendant person who helps but, you dress but if you go on a boat you're not bringing yeah, they brought all. her with maybe they brought her with ship i'm sorry <laughs> i i i feel like there was like a whole class structure and there were even within the the help there were like multiple uh multiple roles so i feel like there would have been the the serving staff and there would have been the the corset staff so second question did they have Trudy pre-Cal? Did they birth her? No, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Trudy is Trudy's actually... Their child? Rose's, is is actually, she, she was born the same sister. way the Orakai are born in Two Towers. Like, oh Saruman, like, brought her out of, like, this weird pod thing. Oh, God. Cal's manservant guy like just wipes off all of the film <laughs> and reveals, tr- reveals Trudy. All the goo. <laughs> now it's the other thing. Fabrizio's replaced by Jar Jar. Trudy is and a weird pod thing. person orc. <laughs> no, what I was wondering is like we know we're going to find out soon that uh, Rose and Ruth are having financial issues. So can they have a servant if they don't have any money? Or did they, like, get in this relationship and then, like, Cal gave them, a, you know, a lady servant in the, in the uh, process of it? Well, I don't think Cal knows that they're in bad shape. So I, I think that they are probably – they just have racked up a ton of debt. I guess what I'm asking is, like, how long has Trudy been part of Rose's life? Like, like, does she predate Cal? I think she does. It seems like they are close enough that they, that they probably do. Or, or how do you know they're how do you, how do you know they're close? All she's all you've seen her do is bring her food and lace up her corset. She yeah, seems and very... she had to lie to her about. Yeah, like, they're really right. if she predated Cal, like she. I mean, she okay. There's kind of a character inconsistency then because, she's established earlier in the movie as like like lighting up cigarettes at the dinner table and and uh talking trash to some guy about not knowing freud yeah and then but now like her trusted uh 
you know, servant or whatever, she won't say like, oh, Cal is through a fit and <laughs> it's been <laughs> knocked over the table. She can't, she, she, earlier she didn't care about keeping up appearances. So why does she care now? Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I think part of it is because this is domestic, right? And, and, and words. Yeah, no, you're right though. It's domestic there too. Great point, Joe. That's why I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> do you think to get that performance out of Cal, uh, out of Billy Zane, do you think like between takes, James just kept telling them to tighten the wig, tighten the wig, <laughs> until like, he starts the, it was so uncomfortable that he uh, just melts down? It, actually, what they did is they had fishing line attached to, <laughs> attached to his wig. And then above him is a guy with a pole, and he's moving the hair the way they want Billy Zane to move, and uh, he has to move with it in order to keep his hair. Oh, actually, this is what Ratatouille was based on. (laughs) (laughs) Except it's an angry rat. Uh, Listeners, you should join our Facebook group, Titanic Minute Steerage. Uh, you can go to it at titanicminute.com slash steerage, but also Titanic Minute Steerage on Facebook. Just look it up. But this is a group of listeners who listen to our podcast, and it's very funny, and it's it's often a highlight for me to read. Everyone has posts. tons of fun throughout the day, and I can't join in because my place of employment won't let me get on Facebook, That's which is right. probably good. Um, but tomorrow we have a new Heart of the Ocean for our uh, – for Corset Minute. Uh, Till then, we'll be back tomorrow. Come on.